Hello, welcome to Podcast with KK Beidou, where we shed light on all the nagging questions on top of your mind to strengthen your Christian faith. My name is Yehua Shida Shonkute, and I'm in the studio with Pastor KK Beidou. How are you doing, Pastor KK? I'm doing very well, thank God. This COVID thing has come and it's, you know, kind of changed everything, but God is in control. I was even about to ask you how you were handling the whole COVID-19 situation, but it seems that you've already given us the answer. So we do our best to what we can and then we leave the rest to God. Mm. So Pastor Kiki, I personally have always wondered how I'm supposed to find or discover my God-given purpose on this earth. And I believe most of our listeners too have had this question in mind for a very long time. So today we'd like to we'd like you to shed some light on what the whole thing of discovering your purpose is. So first of all, I want to ask what, what at all is purpose? Well, the word purpose, as, as the word itself is saying, is the, the reason a thing exists. So, why does a fan exist? To cool people down. Why does a chair exist? To allow people to rest, you know, from standing, you know, or from doing any other thing else. So, purpose is the reason why a thing was made. And just the, the word was made is very key. It tells us that things don't exist by their own. You know was made very important that the, the thing was made by someone and the intention of the th- person so the purpose is not in the thing itself the pe- purpose is in the mind of the person who made the thing and so purpose therefore is a byproduct of or a function of the creator the person who made it so when we talk about purpose uh, there's a french part of it that makes it sound a little much more uh, complicated uh, you know sophisticated i like saying it but it's it's, it's what they, uh, what they call raison d'être reason for being and it's, it's simply that that you know the reason why a thing was made and if you think things like a pencil you can have many functions of a thing like a pencil when i was growing up you know we had the audio cassette you could use a pencil to rewind or forward those cassettes audio cassettes but as i grew up you know i realized that that is not the function of the pencil it could be a by by function of it but the reason why the guy who made the pencil made the pencil is for it to be used to be to write you see and so if the shape of the pencil happens to also fit into a cassette, people can conclude perhaps this is not, but that's why we say that the reason is in the mind of the creator. But if we leave the purpose to be in the hand of the of the product or the thing that has been made, then people would now be in the era or in the realm of speculation. And in doing that, that can actually end up being very, very disastrous. Thank you very much. I would like to know, how can one find his God-given purpose? How can we find it? Yeah, I think you've just asked the question even very right. Tango, you didn't say, how can one find their purpose? No, it's not theirs. I first of already said, it is God's purpose. If you look at uh, a very popular verse like uh, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, we read very clearly there that um, God is talking to Jeremiah and he tells Jeremiah that before you were a clot of blood. So, you see, just like what I was saying, purpose predates creation. In fact, it is because of purpose that creation happens. We don't. No one is created unless there's a purpose for it. At one time, the disciples asked Jesus Christ that 
you know, when they saw a blind man, they said, what, was this, what, what caused this thing? The sin of the family or what, what, what caused this? And Jesus rightly says that for the glory of God. That, you see, so everything has a reason. When I think about people like Nick Vujicic, there are no arms, no legs, man. Yeah. How come he had, has no arms, no legs? I don't think right now, if you want to give him arms and legs, you would want yeah, that. Want right now, based on what I see him doing, because immediately you give him arms and legs, you, you, you've, you've taken something very serious out of him. You've actually taken something very serious. So if you want to discover God's purpose, just like you have said, it's, it's coming to terms to have a relationship with the person who made you. And if you look at someone like Nick Vujicic, you see that when you get into you are, when you get into a relationship with him, he will tell you why. The why is everything, because if you don't understand the why, you will only be looking for what you know. But the what is not the reason. The, 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 there is a reason why he made it. And the more you get closer to God, the more you will discover it. So I have an acronym, and I want to give that to people. Um, what I call the FPO, you know. So if you want to discover God's purpose for your life, you need to do this. Remember this acronym FPO. First of all, so the F, F stands for fellowship. Now you must be in fellowship with God because it is He that will make you know. Because when you are in fellowship with Him, He will talk to you and let you know about who you are. The fellowship will stir up. It will start giving you indications. If you start, if you take someone like myself. I was very excited about politics, actually. In fact, I almost stood for the SRC president for my university. I would have been in politics very seriously because, and it will not be very different from what I'm doing now because, you see, the issue is that you, many, many things, just like I use the pencil idea, many things call for your attention, you know, that are similar to what God is calling you to do. But unless you really, really, so for example, for me, it's all about leadership. I want to transform, I want to help people to discover themselves and be able to enter into their potential, the fullness of their potential. And I was thinking politics was an avenue to do that. But then, you know, as I got closer and closer to God, you know, I kept getting the indication that perhaps that was not it. And it was more and more in the area of you know, going to pastoral ministry more than the political one. So that's the fellowship part. Then it can, the PU stand for the uh, passion. What are you passionate about? And with this one, I've had many people come at it at, through different angles. And I want to use some of them. For example, Mike Murdoch talks about, imagine that you're... Every work that on earth pays $100, or maybe, yeah, $100, or maybe in Ghana, well, this talk is going everywhere, so imagine everything, every work in the world pays $100, Libra, $100, the person who cleans, $100, the president, $100, doctor, $100, every work is $100, what work would you do? <laughs> because then it will not be money that motivates you, yeah. it will be passion that motivates you. You need yeah. to do that. And, and also another thing I also heard from someone is imagine that I'm, I, I come and I'm paying you. I come and I visit you every month and I said, do whatever you want except sleeping. Mm. But do whatever you want. But I, when I come and visit you, I'm coming with $100 million to sponsor it. Every month I'll visit you. When I come and I see that what you are doing, you lack passion in it, I'll take my money back. I'll, when I come, I want to see you doing something you're excited about. Immediately I see that you are doing something excited, I'll just leave the 100 million and then go back. Which work will you do? And then I also have the, the no school question, which I also heard from someone I've forgotten. The no, so imagine that there's no school, you are born, there's no school. You can't study for anything. 
what you need to do is to do start doing something that is very exciting or something that is relevant enough for people to want to pay you money for it. What would you do? You know, so here is is tagging as something that you are not just passionate about, but also passionate and good at, good at. So then, because people now there's no school, so people will now be looking for people who are good at something, and then they will take them. They are, they are, they are. They will pay for that kind of service. So if you ask some of these three questions, and these, the, especially if you ask these three questions, and one of them, something that you want to do aligns with about two out of these three, then you would want to also, you know, start thinking about it because it's a very, and, and there are so many biblical examples of it. If you look up someone like Paul, you know, studied under Gamaliel and all of that, you know, more like the best university at that time. Yeah. God used him to, and that brings me to the O, which is opportunity. Uh, what opportunities have you been given in life? You know, you can't take opportunities for granted. Opportunities look like they are just there, but they are not. Take someone like David. Of course, he had all this leadership potential and all of those things. But see, as a young person, he was given opportunity to take care of sheep. <laughs> Don't joke with the opportunity. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.16 that we should do it. make the most of every opportunity. Don't, don't joke with opportunities. Opportunities are indicators and they are pointers. The opportunities can even be given to you by people. And as people spot you and they say, oh, you look like this guy, you look like you can, you like talking, can can it be an MC for us? Don't take it for granted. Uh, you know, every time they are looking for someone to take something, lead us or do, go and sing, you say they call you. You, say, you think you don't have a voice, but they keep calling you. Don't take those things for granted, you know. So, this uh, this FPO thing is my one of my greatest, um, uh, you know, shortcuts, if I should say, if you want to, uh, you know. And then the opportunities thing, I want to take this advantage to talk about Colossians three twenty three that the Bible talks about whatever your hands find doing, do it not as unto man but unto God. So the opportunities are very. If you look at me, you know, I remember in two thousand and three from nowhere. Uh, my spiritual father, um, Reverend Crawford, called me and said there's an opportunity in the U.S. to serve as a camp counselor. And he thought that it's good for me. And tell you what, that, that, those summers that I spent in the U.S. in 2003 and four, you know, changed my life. And it's, it's part of what I'm using to help young people now. And, you know, joining EYO itself and the opportunities he gave me and all of those things have shaped me a lot in who I am. So these three can give you an, a fair indication of... Um... Thank you very much, Pastor Kiki. Huh. So many people ask the question that, um, okay, so God created us for a certain purpose mm -hmm. and everyone knows by now the general purpose that we were created for. So how do you find your particular purpose? Because many people believe that they want to kind of see it written there in the Bible, but because the Bible is kind of outdated, I wouldn't say outdated, but it was written a long time ago. So many people can't really find like the exact thing they want to do over there. How, how, how do you tackle that question, please? Yeah, they are looking for it. They wish the Bible would have said engineer and doctor. Yeah. And <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Um, but the general purpose, of course, if you look at um, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the very last verse, I think that would be 14 or so, or whatever verse that would be. It talks about the whole duty of man, you know, is to fear God and obey his command. So if you look at that, you stretch that simply worship. We were born to 
worship God. And I think in Revelations, the book of Revelations, it talks about how we're made for God's pleasure, you know. And these are very, very, very indicative scriptures of what God wants to do with us. So it tells you that, they, they, just like you talked about, the general purpose is for all of us to worship God. And, and that's what Rick Warren talked about in his Purpose Driven Life book, which has sold lots of copies and all of that. I think second to, after the Bible comes, I think Pilgrim's Progress, then the, the next one is a Rick Warren's book, I'm told. I hope I, hope I have my facts right. But I think one of the reasons why the book sold so much is that it helped people to unravel a lot of things. And part of his idea of he brought up five things. And I divide them into two. He talks about worship, discipleship. So worship for him is more like uh, allowing our affections to be directed towards God, if I should say. Then discipleship is where we are making, we are growing to become more and more like Jesus. Then ministry is uh, using our gifts to serve other people. Then another one is fellowship. Fellowship is more like the uh, when we meet together, where we are. Uh, enjoying God together as a family then the final one is missions where we are supposed to uh, move out and bring more people in if I should say to also come and enjoy the same thing so he talks about these two things and I also come in and say that I divide them into three categories where the worship and discipleship are the things that um, we do in the middle stands the fellowship where we come in all together come and then build ourselves in these things and then the last two the last two which is missions and ministry is what we after we have received worship and discipleship is the receiving part and then the fellowship is the context within which that happens then the ministry and the missions happens to be the giving out you understand yeah so we receive within a context to give out you know more like that's how i see it and you know, so that is, those are the general purposes that if I should say, but to know your specific purpose, your specific purpose must come out from these uh, five. So if you see my FPO, the F, we talk about maybe the worship part, worship, you are worshiping um, and you are worshiping because you are getting close and intimate with God. And then the discipleship is you are reading more and more about God and all of that. And then in doing that, then you, you do that within the context of a fellowship. And then in doing that, you would find your passions, which, your, which is your ministry area, you understand. And then also within that context, you're also going to find opportunities to use those giftings to help people. So all the three must work in sync, that you are getting fellowship with God. And then, but then at the end of the day, as you are also discovering your passions, as you are getting close to God, the opportunities can come in various ways. If you look at things like medicine, yeah, engineering, the key to all of them is service to humanity. You see, so if you have understood that you have been called to service in humanity, then some things that can inform you to go into medicine. Well, for example, for I am not very well. <laughs> I what I think I am unable to think very abstractly as people. I I think in very concrete terms. Uh, so uh, some people are able to think in abstract terms. People like you, you like science and 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 math. Yeah. I I am not. I, I I don't envy you at all. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah, I don't envy you at all. I am on the creative side of life artistic you know and so um so for example if 
so since it's all service to humanity and i quoted the colossians 323 then you are looking at well my mind is wild enough i can think in the abstract people like einstein and things you are thinking in the abstract then you can then it, it can inform you where you can redirect your service you understand mm-hmm. but all these things are not something that you can just you know it takes time and as and that's why the colossians 323 for me is more relevant because then it says do whatever your hand find to do so you maybe today you find uh, that this is what i'm inclined to do try it you know it's not like some you know, a lot of time when we say purpose people are or potential you know we have to, we think that is something that's hiding behind the couch somewhere that the day we guess you go and stumble on it no 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 it's much more of a discovery process which is also the journey is equally as exciting as the end and i don't even know whether you anyone will ever get to an end you know perhaps because then it keeps changing even with your age as is you know as you are discovering you discover you think oh, maybe this is it maybe for example someone like billy graham as you think it's an evangelistic call but after evangelizing and you find out oh wow it's now even changing because then now i have to train more evangelists so you become a trainer you know then yeah. <laughs> as you are training more evangelists then you find out that well maybe now you're supposed to be like a father figure and that's what people are now respecting you more as a father figure and now you need to play that role so it's not like something that you can find and lay your finger on it and say that this is it and all of that but you would you would it's the journey like i would say is as exciting as the end as well okay. thank you very much Pastor Kiki. so i think that was a very great submission from what our speaker said we learned about the fpo principle where we speak about fellowship passion and then creating opportunities and actually using the opportunities we get we also learned that god has actually given us a purpose and that in order to carry out that purpose we have to follow it's not necessarily that we have to follow these principles but then it's just as a guide to enable us actually find our potential because once we are in the space of ministry and fellowship and all this we are able to find out what exactly we can do and do best and we can apply it in other aspects of our lives so you've been listening to podcast with kk bedu by teens allowed foundation for more inquiries guidance and counseling you can call us on 050 169 8834 050 169 8834 you can also reach us via email at info at please prayerfully consider donating to kk bedu ministry for more info Contact 050-169-8834 Join us next week as we discuss how to choose a marriage partner. I'm your host, Yehoah Shida. Stay blessed. Broken there is healing and mercy in the fire.